Welcome to Retain FM. In this week's show, Pete considers the value of helping local clients both for your business and your personal legacy in your local area, including the advantages and good practices working with local businesses can bring to your digital agency. Hello and welcome to this episode of Retain FM. My name is Pete and today we're going to be talking all about local clients and how you should never underestimate the value of local clients. But before we get into all of that, whilst you have your device in your hand, it would really mean a lot to me if you could like or subscribe to this show, however you're consuming it, however you prefer to consume this content, be that through your audio player of choice or through watching the YouTube version of this show. So local clients, sometimes I think in agencies, local clients get a bit of a bad rap. They're often seen as maybe a little unsexy, maybe a little bit basic. Some of them seem to be a little small sometimes. And actually, if you look at the picture of your digital agency, if you look at actually what's going to add value to it, then really contributing to any business, big or small, your prejudices of what those businesses may or may, may, or may not look like are completely irrelevant. Uh, now, I know that some agency owners listening to this or watching this will solely support local businesses. And I commend you for that. You are unlocking massive potential at a very um, frictionless point compared to where your agency is. But I also know that there'll be agency owners who probably won't even have a local business on their roster that are also listening to this. And they are the people that I'm wanting to talk to today to say that maybe, just maybe, you're overlooking a bit of an opportunity there. So what are the benefits of working with local businesses? Well, firstly, and this might sound a bit obvious, but you understand the market because you are familiar with the location, with the, you know, with the setup, with the environment that these local clients are working in because you're there too. I'm based in Sheffield in the UK and because of that, you know, we have two universities, we have two football teams, we have a shopping centre called Meadow Hall that everybody calls Meadow Hell, we have breweries, we have um, meat producers, we have uh, gardeners and farms on rooftops in the city centre. These are all things that I know because I'm here. And because of that, I can understand more of the cultural influences and the, you know, we, we all work under the same city council, the things that uh, are being imposed on businesses by the city council. I just know that because I'm here. And that is a, a hurdle that I don't need to overcome if I start working with, um, with businesses in other areas. This can also help for things like SEO, content creation, targeting ad campaigns, all of those kind of things, because you can hook into all of that local knowledge that you just know as an agency, uh, you just know automatically because your agency is based in the same locality. Next, of course, if you're working with businesses that are just down the road, it is far easier to have face-to-face -face interactions with them. And that can be key to developing stronger relationships, a deeper understanding of client needs, and more effective communications with clients. And all three of those things contribute to longer lasting relationships with your client or lower client churn from the agency's point of view. 
again, in building business, that is a key thing to consider. If you're looking at building a business that one day you're going to want to have valued or want to sell, the the churn rate and, as I say, the number of clients that you serve and how you serve them are things that are going to come into that calculation. Not so much where those businesses, you know, those client businesses are based or, you know, what they do or anything like that. But actually, the strength in your business comes from the number of clients you have and the length of the relationships that you've got with them. And face-to-face interactions really do help with that. They also help with building trust, which is kind of my next point, because the easier it is to build trust with a client, particularly a new client, the the easier it is to get over a, a lot of the hurdles that you face onboarding new clients. We've we've all heard the expression under promise and over deliver. And you know, I work with a lot of agencies and a lot of agency owners, and I know that when they win a new client and they fight tooth and nail, the new clients can be hard to come by. And you need to impress in that short window of time before there's any kind of uh, issues to do with buyer's remorse or anything like that that might creep in from the agency side and um, from the client side of things. So having local clients that you can pop in and have a coffee or pop in when you're passing or, you know, highlight something that's new to them, invite them out to XYZ event, whatever it might be, they are all easy ways of building trust with your clients. And also because of that background knowledge that you have of the local market, it can often be easier to deliver the quick wins, which again, helps you build trust in that short window before any kind of buyer's remorse comes in. The next thing I want to mention is maybe a little more uh, tangible, I suppose, or a bit of a tangent, but that is local networking. This is maybe where you find your local clients. You see, the, well, there's two sides to this. The first is, if you are going to search for local clients, every big city that I've ever been to has some form of networking group within it. And if there isn't some kind of business networking group within it, then frankly, as the agency in that town or city, then you've got an opportunity to set up a networking event for local businesses. But they all have local networking opportunities for businesses to come together, to introduce themselves to each other, for you to understand other people, and for then work to be referred on. Um, you have the potential to then arrange biz or attend biz local business events, maybe join some local associations and all of that kind of stuff. However, when it comes to local networking, and we did have a podcast episode from a while ago with Carl Van Dusen, where he talked all about the power of local networking and how he built his agency up in a particular town or city in Texas. Um, one thing that I do need to mention, or I do want to sort of express as a bit of a word of caution with that is I've been part of a number of different networking groups here in, here in Sheffield, and all of them I've eventually moved on from because essentially they started to become stagnant. One fear I have with local networking is they become a little bit cliquey and, you know, uh, or they become f rooms full of people that all do the same thing. I attended a business networking group. I won't call what it's, uh, I won't mention what it was called, but it basically ended up with a lot of tradies in the room. Now I've not got a problem with tradies at all. You know, plumbers, electricians, builders, joiners, those kind of people, roofers, not got a problem with, with uh, working with them, with talking to them, with who they are as people at all in the slightest. But what happened to this particular networking group over the course of a few weeks was 
it became very obvious that this group was basically a bunch of mates that liked having breakfast together on a Friday morning. And really the amount of the amount of networking that happened, the actual business opportunities that came from it dropped and dropped and dropped to the point where you think, right, well, I'm now investing time in this and realistically not getting something out of it. So really the word of caution is local networking can be brilliant and you can't just go to one event and say, yes, this has worked or no, it hasn't. You need to invest some level of time and commitment into each network that you do. But two things. Firstly, please don't go and find yourself in a room full of web developers or other digital agencies because they aren't going to want to refer work to you. They're going to want to keep it to themselves. And the second thing is, Give yourself a benchmark. Give maybe that's two months or three months or six months. However, it a lot of it depends on how frequently the the networking group meets. If it's weekly or month, uh, weekly or fortnightly, then you can probably be at the shorter end of that spectrum. If it's only monthly, then you know you know you're only going to get six meetings in six months, so it might take a bit longer than that. But do a bit of personal benchmarking and say, right, well. Can I have some meaningful conversations? Am I starting to meet either new clients or strategic partners that can refer work into me? And if the answer to those points is no, then maybe it's worth considering trying a different group or lo looking for a different opportunity to network with local businesses in your area. So that's uh, that's local networking. Another benefit of working with local businesses is you, the ability to have a wider impact in your local community. Positive community impact at a time, at the times we're going through at the minute, where we have, I, I realize this situation is going to be different around the world, but in our local area, we have rising costs, costs of living. We're in the UK, we're calling it a cost of living crisis. Energy prices are through the roof. Fuel prices, thankfully, are on their way down, but they have been through the roof. Interest rates are going up. Inflation is too high look we've got teachers strikes and doctors strikes and uh even consultants are going on strike because of what they're terming as real world pay cuts because their their pay isn't keeping up with the rates of inflation it's a challenging place to be and the people that are suffering from the consequences of that the most are the poorest in society are the people that don't have as much uh disposable income and why am I mentioning this on a podcast about marketing or digital agencies? Well, the reality is if you're working with local businesses, you have the opportunity to collaborate together, to put together some form of community impact. And this is this is maybe something that's a bit more than turnover and client retention and sales. This is about being good human beings and actually thinking about what your legacy is going to be in life rather than just simply um, simply building a business. But actually, by being knitted into your local community, firstly, you find out where these needs are. And secondly, you have the ability to either collaborate in or to even lead the charge on doing something community-focused, potentially bringing some of your clients in, potentially even using that as an introduction model to, to potential new clients, but all focused around providing something positive back to the community that you work in that you live in to the you know the people that you see when you walk in the dog in the park all of those kind of people right now let's get maybe back onto something that's a little more business related because i realize the last two have been maybe uh sort of on the edges of some of the benefits 
I often find that working with local businesses, you end up with a faster decision-making process. And that's that can be due to face-to-face meetings. It can be due to similar working hours or, you know, other events that are set up in the local area where you maybe have, you know, local holidays or that kind of thing. It can be easier to schedule calls and schedule meetings. It can be easy to drop in. If you get stuck on a discussion that maybe you're having online, you can very easily say, look, would it just be easier if I pop in for 10 minutes? I can come around tomorrow and and let, let's just hammer this out. You can remove so many of the obstacles or the barriers that happen with decision-making simply by being able to be in a proximity to somebody. Um, this can also, you know, obviously massively affect time sensitive projects or fast evolving, uh, you know, projects that, that people want delivered very quickly. I heard from, um, some coaching that I was in once about, you know, never, uh, sending proposals by email and actually the best way to get a proposal decision. Now this was an online course for, uh, for digital agencies. You know, they were talking about presenting it via a zoom call, but actually, having whether you do that via a zoom call and do that sort of virtually face to face or whether you pop into somebody's business near you and present it face to face that way you know what every time i've done that i've got a decision there and then that's i'm not going to say that i've won them all we do have a very good win rate with our proposals but i'm not going to say i've won all of them that i've done like that but at least i've known i've never had to send a chase up email or the magic friday email or whatever it might be um, in the future for a proposal that I've presented to to a client because you do have that level of faster decision making. Now of course you don't even you don't always have to use that for local clients either. That can be something that if the project's good enough, the project's big enough, it might be worth taking a journey to a different part of your country in order to do it. That's a decision you're gonna have to make. And look, guys, I realize if you're in Australia or the States, that could mean a plane. In the UK that doesn't normally mean a plane that normally means a train at best uh, or we jump in the car and drive there but hey we live on a little island and then the last benefit you get is understanding local regulations now again i mean in the uk we have we do have differences in certain regulations between england scotland wales and northern ireland but they're not really that different it doesn't really become not become an obstacle to this uh, to us but I do know, for example, in the states, you have certain difference between state and federal laws, uh, and the state laws obviously can change from state to state. So actually having that, again, it comes back to local knowledge, but having that sympathy, having that empathy, and almost having that specialism because you are based in a local place, that can give you an edge over a national competitor that is... Uh, you know, trying to come in for the same project because you simply understand how it's going to operate a bit better. Again, that can help with location-based advertising. It can help with networks of people. It can help with local SEO. There's a whole raft of reasons why there can be benefits to this. So I realize this has been a bit of a different podcast. I realize it's been a little shorter than some of the others. Some people might appreciate that. But I really hope that I've highlighted the benefits of working with local clients. And I'll be perfectly honest with you and put my cards on the table that I actively seek local clients to help them with their with their maintenance plans and with uh, their, their local SEO because these are people I can relate to. These are people, as I say, I can empathize with. And 
I spoke on a previous podcast about how clients are more than contracts. And actually, you know what? Nothing embodies that more than working with people that actually I might bump into in the shops or the local pub or when I'm out for a walk with my family or walking the dog or whatever it might be. Because I want I want that level of relationship. And actually being an agency owner, particularly a digital agency owner where you can become isolated you need that connection into a bigger a bigger network of people. So look, please don't ever underestimate the value of local clients. I'd love to know how you work with local clients, whether they're a key part of your business, and if not, whether this podcast has inspired you to, to maybe seek them out a little bit more. You can let me know over in our Facebook group at peteverett.com forward slash group. And if I don't see you in the group, I will see you in the next episode.